episode 82, ChatGPT and Carpathy down and out. Hey everybody, and welcome to the ChatGPT Report. I'm your host, Ryan, and I'm excited to bring you the latest AI news that I feel is important. But before, rate and review and subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss a new episode every week on Thursday with interviews every Monday. Follow on LinkedIn and Twitter at ChatGPT Report, the purple logo. Please send an email, thechatgptreport at gmail.com if you'd like to be interviewed or just have something to say. So, what will we talk about today? We've got a bunch of small news items. You can turn your drawings into reality with this new GPT. Andre leaves OpenAI. And finally, ChatGPT is down. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ready to transform sales through AI and unlock unprecedented time freedom? Join us on February 28th for an exclusive web training where Ryan Staley, AI award winner and CEO, will share the secrets that are propelling sales professionals, sales teams, and founders to two times their revenue, all through leveraging ChatGPT. No coding skills required. Reserve your spot now and step into the future of sales success. And we will link that at the bottom of the show notes as always. So please join us. So I've got a couple of small news items here. Uh, firstly, fun fact about Gemini, formerly Bard. Uh, the general questions seemed fine on. The text image is still garbage, but that's it, it just is not as good as, as Dolly or Midjourney or Leonardo, any of those. Now, also, guys, don't forget that when I say general questions, I'm not like some of y'all who are asking it complex you know, tough questions. I'm talking super general. Like, what were the betting odds of the Super Bowl an hour before kickoff? Stuff that... You know, it needs to look for in the past, but semi-recently. Nothing too fancy. What are y'all's impressions of the new Gemini? Next uh, little news item here is News on X is revamped, and on its Explore page, it will feature Grok-generated summaries of trending topics. Is this a goodbye to newsletters? Maybe this podcast. 
who knows? But it is interesting going to Grok and seeing all the, the quick summaries of the news. And I didn't hate it to begin with. And, and when I say Grok, I mean, I think they're looking at revamping the Explore page. But if you have Grok, you can go to Grok, which is um, if you pay for premium, you can take a look at that. And when, when, even before you type something in, it'll have a bunch of little news ticket items there. So I kind of liked it. I didn't think it was bad. I think it was nice, quick summaries. You get a quick, hey, what's going on with the day? So there's that. And finally, Chat with RTX is a free demo app for GE Force RTX PC owners. Uh, it's a te- and this is from NVIDIA. It's a text-based AI chatbot that runs locally on your PC. You can personalize the chatbot with your own content, including custom data sources for its LLMs, and it can summarize YouTube videos and playlists as well. Now, to run with RTX, you'll need Windows 10 or 11, RTX 30 series GPU, or later with at least 8 uh, GBs of RAM, or VRAM, and the latest NVIDIA drivers. It's pretty interesting. Chat with RTX is trained on a large data set of public text domains owned by NVIDIA, and it can produce answers tailored to your needs by specifying uh, your own files. So how far can their stock price go after this one? This was a big one, and I'm interested to see where this goes. I obviously don't have access to it because I don't have NVIDIA drivers like that. I have a pretty basic uh, couple computers here, basic in a um, general sense. So any of you guys out there with... uh, pretty high-powered computers. Let me know what you guys are seeing out there. Is this cool? Is it good? Uh, First blush is I saw some people complaining about it, but again, that's first blush, so maybe there's a couple kinks to work out there. And that is all the little news items. Let's get into the big ticket items. So for our GPT of the week, uh, it comes from an individual by the name of Umesh or Umesh underscore AI, and that's U-M-E-S-H on X. And he's created a really one fun one for all you artists or non-artists like myself. It's called Drawn to Style, and if you've been on the GPT's main page, you'll actually see it on trending right now, and honestly for good reason. The concept to it is basically it transforms drawings into artistic styles and describes them. Uh, it's pretty cool. I was testing out a little bit, and I actually really did enjoy it. I think it maybe takes a little too much liberty at times. Uh, sometimes, you know, a basic drawing can get into this incredible drawing. I'm like, well, it doesn't really look like my original drawing. But overall, I thought it was really fun to play with. I think you guys should check it out as well. A big congrats, congratulations for Umesh on this one. And that is today's GPT of the week. Definitely go have fun with that one, especially with your kids' drawings, because I, I bet you you can get some really good stuff out of there. I have in the basic sense of castles. That's that's the topic I've been working out f- for that. And that is that, that's free from me to you, so you're welcome. So ChatGPT experienced a bit of a temporary outage yesterday, uh, which was February 14th, and it pretty much casted a shadow over Valentine's Day for those uh, penning their love notes and other others racing against deliverable deadlines. Uh, I'm looking at you pre-all-P. Uh, he had a deliverable deadline that he tweeted out on X. I hope he got it taken care of. But here it is. It's worth pondering that the collective, at least what I got from it, oh crap moment that ensued on ChatGPT when it went offline. I myself was caught off guard, initially critiquing a version, uh, or I, I initially was critiquing Umesh's uh, drawn to style as ineffective, only to be proven wrong by its subsequent impressive performance across multiple tasks because I didn't think it was working. It kept giving me an air, and I was like, dude, this thing can't do like basic pictures, but Umesh, it ended up being fine, ended up being really cool. But for the, the 30 minutes it was down, I was like, what? What is going on? Uh, 
Now, the downtime was a little bit longer than usual. It almost nearly an hour, I believe, from what I had seen. And it prompted me to reflect on responses to this. Um, This incident isn't isolated, nor will it be the last, but it begs the question, what becomes of our creativity in these moments? Do we find ourselves stranded or do we pivot to alternatives like Bard or Perplexity? Well, not Bard now, but Gemini or Perplexity. Or perhaps tackle the challenge head-on without any digital assistance. I'm not usually one to delve into philosophical uh, musings, but this situation led me to question the growing dependence on technology, the ease in which we turn to ChatGPT for solutions, often without a second thought. Now, it mirrors a broader reliance, in my opinion, just on basic reliance on computers. You get a glance at our phone's screen time, and and that only scratches the surface of the dependency, right? All of a sudden, you're like, how was I on my phone for four and a half hours today? And those are rookie numbers. So, during the recent ChatGPT downtime, did you seek refuge in another large language model? Or did you attempt to navigate the obstacle independently? Or did you simply sit there and go, oh crap, kind of like I did for a little bit? This curiosity, at least for me, stems from a recognition of this reliance on digital tools that we have. And I wonder about where we turn when they momentarily fail us. So, Where did you find yourself on this temporary outage? Or were you like a lot of people who weren't even, you know, you were doing other stuff for that little hour bit and you didn't even feel it? I just felt it because I was working on some work stuff. And to be honest with you, it kind of crippled me for a hot second. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I got to figure this one out. So I know my reliance on it is pretty high right now. I mean, I, especially for work stuff where I'm, I'm taking a look at different details and whatnot. So I, I, it just made me think about, man, I'm relying on this quite a bit. Shoot me an email, uh, the chat GPT report at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts on that. And again, I'm sure it'll happen again, but just more curious than anything on that. Uh, founding member, uh, founding OpenAI member, Andre Karpathy left uh, OpenAI uh, this, or was it two days ago? Um, he was a big name in AI and part of the opening AI founding crew here. Uh, he decided to leave the company, sparking a bit of a buzz here. Uh, he announced his exit on X, making it clear that his departure wasn't due to any drama or specific incident. And instead, Carpathy is looking forward to diving into his own projects, uh, leaving folks curious about his next uh, moves. And he's got a, a, we'll link his Twitter comment on that. Now, this shakeup comes after a year after Carpathy returned to OpenAI and followed some notable changes at the top, including OpenAI's chief scientist, Aya Suzveska, stepping back under, under mysterious circumstances and a dramatic shift in the leadership after CEO Sam Altman's uh, momentary departure. Now, the storyline kind of thickened here with Carpathy's hinting at a possible act two with Tesla in the future and sharing his enthusiasm for real-world AI application like Tesla's Optimus robot. Now, Carpathy's journey from leading AI efforts at Tesla to teaching AI basics online and a significant contribution to OpenAI underscores his influence in the field. Yet, his exit coupled with other leadership shifts suggests a period of transition at OpenAI as is hinting at a possible evolving focus or direction for the renowned AI research hub. Now, those of you like me, I, I was pretty unfamiliar with this guy as I'm not a coder or that deep into the back end of technology um, and I know some of you out there, oh my gosh, how do you not know this guy? But uh, again, I'm, I don't really go into the back end stuff on it. So, you know, criticize me as you must. But 
has some great YouTube courses that people really enjoy from building GPT from scratch and code to spelled out, you know, intro to neural networks, stuff that I would get lost in the first minute. And I did because I did my research and I looked at some of the videos and I was lost pretty quick. But super smart guy, some great YouTube videos I did hop around. And like I said, he's got some fantastic videos out there. So pretty big loss from OpenAI. But again, his history, let's run this over this real quick, is he was at OpenAI in 2017. Then he jumped over to Tesla. Then he went back to OpenAI uh, this, just for this past year. So he was at Tesla for a good five, six years. And now he's doing his own thing, like I said, hinting at Tesla. And his quote here is, my immediate plan is to work on my personal projects and see what happens. So he might just be leaving, waiting for Tesla to ink the, the paperwork, get paid a little bit more and go there. Or he's working on something pretty neat and it's going to change the world probably like OpenAI did. But I'm very interested to see what he's doing. We'll keep a, a close eye on him in regards to where he's going uh, from this point on, because wherever he goes, I mean, you know, if you if you think about your own career path, like this guy started OpenAI, went to Tesla, major company, back to OpenAI. Like he's only been to two companies in the past. What is that? Man, and Ryan does math right in the past, like eight nine years, and eight, yeah, eight years, and those two companies are huge names in the world. So. I, wherever he goes, I'm sure it'll be a uh, a not asterisk position. It'll be something pretty, pretty big. So we will see where he goes from there. We'll keep an eye on him for you as well. Team, that's all I had for you today. Nothing, uh, well, I, I would say nothing big, but those were some big ticket items. I wanted to dive a little more into the small news items, but I didn't want to make today's episode too, too long. So we could dive into those more as we see here. Remember, take a look at the NVIDIA stuff. That's going to be really interesting coming down the line. And Gemini, I want your opinions on that as well as the GPT of the week. So please take a look at all of those. And finally, don't forget to uh, tell me what you did through the downturn, if it even affected you at all when GPT was down. So let me know your thoughts, all that good stuff. Hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. I've got a pretty good interview on Monday, so tune in for that. And uh, we will see you on Monday. Take care, team. And I hope you had a great Valentine's Day yesterday.